We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. It's about how quickly, when you're the lower sides, how quickly can you transition from defense to offense? Do you have the players that can do that? They have one in John Joe Shelby, but he's also a nutcase. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Mike Gottlieb and Andrew Laird. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast brought to you by Play Up. I am your host, Mike Gottlieb, and with me, as always, is Andrew Laird. Andrew, uh, we both have had uh, – so uh, in, in terms of soccer, I think we both had some pretty interesting weeks. Uh, Arsenal did the most Arsenal thing last week in playing a very Arsenal-like game where they took a nice moral victory out of it and also in the process handed another team a very clear path to the title. And Chelsea finished second in a in a group where they can only play now three different opponents and all of them are – well, two of the three are ridiculously hard in the Champions League. I think you're being a little harsh on Arsenal. I think the Arsenal-y response would have been to go down early and totally capitulate. No? I, 
No, I mean because the whole thing about Arsenal is that they 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 play very well. They play they play the quote unquote right way with the pass and move. The very uh, you know the, 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 the you know they actually play football, and you know they 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 just don't they don't seem to take the right results. That's basically it. They That's just fair. don't. See- I, I think they were the better team, and they just happened to be facing the one goalie who matters. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. And I think I, actually I'm trying to think, was it more of a vintage Arsenal performance or was it more a vintage Mourinho team performance? Uh, I, three goals in a big game doesn't feel very Mourinho-y to me. OK, fair, <laughs> except against Arsene Wenger. Right. <laughs> His right. eternal nemesis. Right. Yeah. I, don't, for, I mean, for no reason <laughs> for none. Yeah. I don't know what it is about the two of them that that they hate each other. But um, yeah, I don't know what starts digs ever, though. So who knows? Yeah. So I, I, I've been away from uh, my company's office in New York City for like a solid month. And I'm the – well, now that our official – like uh, they're called a corporate care person. Uh, now that she's on maternity leave, I'm one of the two de facto like kind of fill-ins. I come back into the office and what do I see on like the main desk? I see emoji stickers just scattered everywhere. I see random training materials. I see a bag, a reusable bag with the hipster on it. I see three – used mugs hmm. uh it basically looks like a tornado farted an earthquake in here hmm. so i <laughs> this is this is how my morning has begun today so right. <laughs> uh, with that in mind uh it just reminds me of how west ham have to take on chelsea at the london stadium this is a london derby so anything can happen uh but i really think only one thing can happen here and that's chelsea taking all three points uh totally agree uh and i really the only question is how they line up because Obviously, they've been very busy in terms of the schedule, and they play again on Tuesday, I believe. So that just keeps coming. And, uh, you know, they they have enough bench player, you know, rotation players that they can bring in a few and still comfortably handle West Ham, who I believe are going to bench Joe Hart. Yeah, I mean, Adrian played last weekend as well. Uh, so Hart was ineligible to face Man City. My thought was it would be the ultimate troll if they were just like, no, no, no he can play. It's okay. <laughs> Let him go. That would have been great, actually. <laughs> uh, we also saw on the West Ham side, I believe we saw Mikel Antonio play the number nine? Uh, we did. We did. And, uh, you know, that was something. <laughs> when I see Mikel Antonio, I see the next rotation right wing back at Chelsea. Mm. That's what I you see. You already got him. You already got your rotation wing back. Hey, who who is the right back? Who is the right back in rotation with Sapacosta? Moses, uh, okay, the one who's yeah. actually starting. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I can, but yeah, I, I, mean, I, I mean, it's uh, you know, he does it all. Yeah. Except it's not enough for West Ham to get anything out of it. I, whenever I see Mikel Antonio play, he just looks different than everybody else. Where he's he looks like he's one of those like LeBron types where he's just bigger, faster, stronger than pretty much everyone he's playing against. Yes, but he just can't stay healthy. Yeah, there was a great video of him. Um, they had him work in like some under twenty three matches uh, when he was working his way back. And if you ever like pictured what an adult would look like playing against children in like a actual competitive match, that was it. <laughs> His his legs are bigger than most people's torsos. Yes, yeah, he's a big guy. He's he's a he's a strong individual, and I'm still not sure what his best position is. I mean, you obviously think it's right wing back, but I'm. 
I'm well, sure. now that well now that that style is in vogue, using wingbacks, I think that's the perfect spot for him because he runs for days, and he can, and he's big enough where he can play defensively. He can get up and you know he can do headers on both sides of the ball, really defensively or offensively. And I, he has enough of a setup game, and he also can finish too. He has a nice finishing touch occasionally as well. Hmm. He's just a, very think, occasional. So how about this? Like in a FIFA type setting, right? He won't be ranked above like 80 or like 85 on anything except maybe speed, but he's not going to be lower than like a 75 on anything. He's just a really good overall, like all around player. He's not great at anything, but he's he's not going to lose you at any, he's not going to lose anything at any individual category. Mm -hmm. I'll take your word for it as somebody who doesn't play FIFA. Well, it's just, (laughs) Mikel Antonio is just, he's somebody who, I feel is wasting away on the team that he's on. I think that's fair. I think you could also say that about pretty much <laughs> everyone on that team, but not really. I mean, Mar- uh, Marco Arnautovic wasn't exactly lighting up Stoke last season. That's fair. Right? That's so, fair. I mean, like he's just continuing his current career path There's... and Andy Carroll is just Andy Carroll, wherever he goes, doesn't really matter. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> so... a good point. I wasn't really thinking that far down the ladder, but you're right. On the Chelsea side, is there anyone, uh, you know, is there anyone that if they get, if they get the start, you know, that you're really latching on to, like whether it's not, not like the obvious choices like Eden Hazard, but someone not named Hazard or Morata, that if they start, you are all in. No. Hmm. I would have sworn you would have said Willian. Oh, um, I mean, I guess uh, all in is so dramatic, but... Um... Well, like, well, I mean, you're going to go out of your way to get them in like a... It, well, like, this is the early game, so not many are going to be doing it in DFS, but in our holiday cup is the 10 a.m. slot, so yeah. it's... It's a, it's an off it's an odd game. Willian's kind of a weird one, you know. It all depends if Fabregas is there as well or Hazard. If they're both out, then it's kind of Willian needs a few dominoes to fall before he's like a real legitimate fantasy option. So and it's, and it's not like two, I mean Tuesday's match is is at Huddersfield, so it's not like it's yeah, like, you know, it's not like it's Atletico Madrid midweek like it was last week. Yeah, it is a little weird that it just seems like they have always had backup striker like more than one backup striker and with Batshuayi I think he played with like the development squad because he's working his way back maybe he makes the bench this week but it's weird to see such little depth up front because I mean they even had you know when they had like Loic Remy you know they they seem to always have a third guy that they could play that I think they would rotate now with Murata kind of getting all these minutes but it's a lot of playing time for somebody who yeah. basically doesn't have a backup now yeah, I mean they. I mean they like to use the false nine if that's the case. Yeah, they like to put Eden Hazard up front. I, I, you don't think that's more necessity than anything else? Um, I think that's the game plan, right? Like because you know because he didn't get Urente who he wanted in the offseason. Antonio Conte didn't. Um, it's it's just it's just he that that's what he has, and the re, and when he's do he he maximizes what he has. That's mm-hmm. the way I'll put it. Okay. But I still don't like this three-five-two they're playing. Uh, anyway, uh, let's go into the ten o'clock slate here. We have uh, Burnley side now. Uh, bad news: Robbie Brady. Uh, yeah. It looks like his season is is over. Mm. Uh, and they're taking on a Watford side. The Ziegler hunt. The Ziegler. This is where Ziegler is finally going to pay off for everybody. I was dead right on the last two game weeks. I just want to say he had a grand total of negative eight points or negative seven points. Negative seven points in Taga scoring. Yeah, I mean. Nobody was ever saying that you needed to get him for the Man United and Tottenham matches. It's, I mean, you, you I mean, you, you do took a dead rest. You took a dead roster spot for two game weeks, and people. I like took a dead ro- bench spot. I mean, yeah, yeah. fine. It's a roster spot. <laughs> I, I mean, mean he, whether it's, I got just as much out of Pedro. Uh, 
Actually, if you started Pedro in both games or Ziegler in both games, I guarantee you Pedro would have gotten you more points. Right, because of the zero. Sure. That's correct. Yeah. It's not that it's not that he got you zero, Ziegler. He got you negatives in those games. Well, you and probably Kiko, didn't start him. And, I, I was not picking no, but, him up to start him in the, those two weeks. Like, I'm not sure but, why I this mean, is so difficult. I started Femi, I had to start Feminia due to injuries on one team, and he still got me eight points in the Tottenham game. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's – I just I, – I don't – I mean, now I see, like, the – now I see, like, now I'd be like, yes, uh, number one waiver priority go with Martin Ziegler. Marvin Ziegler, excuse mm-hmm. me. But – uh, anyway, now, this is a now, good now you can't. He's gone everywhere. This is a good stretch of games for Watford. Is the point that we're ultimately making here. But uh, you, uh, the person that filled the, the fill the Robbie Brady role, it's got to be Goodmanson now at this point, correct? Uh, I I think that's the expectation. But I mean they they have Stephen Defor who has been on a few free kicks this year. Uh, Scott Arfield has had some history with it. So I'm I think. Bert Goodmanson's certainly the first guy we think of, but I don't think it's a guarantee by any chance. He's been on fire recently in Tottenham mm-hmm. formats. Uh, just uh, I've benefited, so that's the only reason why I really know. Yeah, I think it's uh, three but, assists in five games or four and six, yeah. something like that. Yeah, he's on a good run. And are we going to see another slate of Phil Bardsley? Uh, I believe we are. Um, Matt Lowton, I think, is still questionable. So, yeah, I think we are seeing Bardsley again. Yeah, uh, just for DFS plays, if you're interested, uh, this one might have a good clean sheet uh, possibility to it. And if you're an FPL... No no fear of Richarlison, huh? Well, I mean, as much fear of Burnley at home, right? Like, it doesn't get... You know, it's not like... It's Burnley at home and not against, like, a top six side. Like, that's fine with me. Fine in terms of defensively? Yeah. It's going to be hard for me to get a lot of better defensive matchups, especially if you're an FPL and you are, uh, you know, looking for those clean sheet points. You know, when you look at the slate, there's not like a, there's a ton of clean sheet opportunity. Really? Oh, wow. Okay. I think there are two other games that could offer four total I, I clean sheets. I see one. I see one. Okay. And I'm sure that everyone's going to stack that team anyway. We'll get to them in a minute. They're in the 10 o'clock slate as well. But uh, from a Watford perspective, Richarlison, Andre Gray, uh, probably both fullbacks are on your radar if I take a guess because, you know, Burnley aren't going to score a ton of points, a ton of goals either. You're not going to start your boy Tom Cleverly? Well, that's exactly what I – you got to my question before yeah, I could get of there. Of course you are. Uh, <laughs> well, basically the question becomes – because everyone is still high on Jacore, mm-hmm. and, and I – that's great, but Tom Cleverly is the better play, in my opinion. Yeah, Jacore, I mean, is basically a goal scorer, which is crazy for kind a player of. who's not a goal scorer. <laughs> yeah. He he's, has scored he's goals. The, he's the Etienne Capoue of goal scorers. Right. That's exactly what he is this year. It's, it's exactly what it is, and um, maybe it's a, like a magical spot there. Who knows? Yeah, but... So so next season, we need to find out the center midfielder that's kind of not a goal scorer right. and just pick him at the beginning of the season. And then, cause you know, Watford are going to get those goals at the beginning of the season with yep. that guy. With that guy. Yeah. I don't Mark disagree. Down. All right. Uh, but uh, are, are you, uh, I mean, are you confident in Watford scoring? Like let, let's say multiple goals. Cause I don't know. No, 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 if, no. if they get one, I'll be, you know, that, that, that might be enough. Yeah. But I think they're, it's reasonable to expect them to score. I don't think they're like going to expect is too strong. I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm not expecting this game to have, you know, more than two goals in it. Okay. I didn't say and more if, than two. I just said I think you. I'd can be surprised play. if there were two. Okay. To be honest, like I, I think there's one goal in it, and I think it's fifty-fifty on who gets it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, That's fair. Yeah, you because know, I mean, the way that Watford scores mostly on the counterattack, and guess who doesn't attack? 
yeah. Burnley. <laughs> so they're going to have to actually generate some offense themselves, which is not something that they're accustomed to doing. You don't think they'll do it more with the fact that they're not playing a top six side? It's a good joke. It's a solid joke. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Just Except they're not playing a top six side. That's what I mean. Because so they're not playing a top six side, so they don't have to lock in defensively. They're playing against their. They're playing against the team that's underneath them in the table. Okay. <laughs> so what it's a Europa nice battle. About, what is nice about the table is that the top eight go by goal differential. So that's like a. It can because a lot of people. Yeah, that's helpful. Yeah, well, it's not that. It's just usually that's a good barometer of how well your team is doing. Mm-hmm. And you can't and you can't always apply that to the bottom of the table. But you know, a, a team like Stoke City is, you know, their, their goal differential is worse than West Brom's, but they're still ahead on points. But you know, it's just if you're looking for indicators of teams that you think will drop or teams that you think that will you know rise up in the table, that's usually a good one. Mm. It's impressive that Burnley have a plus two differential, having scored fourteen goals. It is impressive, mm-hmm. you know, and two more than West Brom. That's correct. <laughs> and when you talk about Watford, they have 25 goals scored, uh, which is three fewer than Chelsea, to be just as a perspective. And it's then two more uh, than Spurs. Two more than Spurs, and they are still negative one in goal yeah. differential. Yeah. So a little leaky. And and yet I still only think that there is one goal in this game. Okay, that's fair. All right, uh, let's go on to another, let's say, middling matchup here, which is Crystal Palace at home against Birmingham, being very, very, very uh, generous to Crystal Palace here. Mm. But they've been better under Hodgson, uh, Burnmouth better of late, uh, particularly defensively. Uh, But when you look at this game, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to put their money on about two people, three people max, like Joshua King and Wilfred Zaha are probably the only fantasy options that you're probably going to be willing to you know, die on that hill. Really? Yeah. I, but what what other what other fantasy gold do you see here? I would play Townsend. I would play Kabai. I would play Loftus Cheek. I would not. Well, I would, I would play not. Stanislas. I would play Francis. I would play yeah. Smith. People are talking about Mamadou Sacco. I think this game is packed with fantasy players. So we talked about Watford scoring twenty five goals. Mm-hmm. These two teams combined. Have scored 21. Yeah, it's a little weak, but, you know, the <laughs> Crystal Palace one, I mean, what, they have one goal in the first eight games or something like that? Like It was not good. Yeah, the, that's it's not no, that team twice anymore. against Chelsea and one, something like that. Yeah, I don't think there are a ton of goals in this game, but I do think you're, I mean, these are all the players that we go after for these peripheral stats that we always talk about. Well, yeah, I mean, in Taga, you're probably not going to find, you know, a lot of players that have better matchups than this one, but right. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm probably going to bench Millie Vojevic this week. Millie, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, I would. Th- I mean, he's probably like the tenth best option in this game, but I think there are like eight players you could play in this one, and that's not even counting the defenders. I, I mean, I, like if you have Johan Kabai, you're not starting him, or Townsend, or Loftus Cheek. Townsend, Townsend, yes, Loftus Cheek probably. Kabai, right. I'm. Just, I, I can't get excited for Johan Kabai anymore. He's the best one. Uh, you, yeah, but of, of late he's been the best one. He's, he's but, been the best one every time he plays. Well, that, that, that's a that's a nice caveat, right? Um, well, you're not going to start him when he doesn't play, so that's correct. Yes, that's the caveat. Uh, I mean, I, I. What am I missing with Johan Kabai that? 
when when I when I watch them play, it's really about the fact that you know, for Yohan Kabai, it's the he he generates a lot of his value on set pieces because he takes them. Okay. When we talk about a game against Burnmouth, I think that's not giving him enough credit, but okay. The, 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 I think I guess we have a fundamental dis- <laughs> disagreement on what we view Yohan Kabai. I mean, I think he's set piece. I think he's more set piece dependent than you do. That's the way I'll put it. Uh, I think, I think you're clouding DFS with Taga. Well, because he because oh, of the defensive stats, right? Right, like he tackles, he leads the team in interceptions. <laughs> he creates oh, it, more chances. Fair. Like I, it's fair. Yeah. It, it, well, the chances created that—that's the one that I'm keying on because I think that's more set piece dependent. But but why does that matter if he's playing it and does, taking the set pieces? Be, well, because in a At game home against Burnmouth. Are you are you thinking that Crystal Palace are going to be generating a ton of set piece offensive set piece opportunities? Yes, absolutely. Man, I I do not see this game going that way. Okay. Uh, I see this I see this game mostly in the midfield, a bunch of passing around, and a bunch of he'll get interceptions. That's for sure. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll definitely slate him down for interceptions. Okay. I think people are looking at like that. Burnmouth have been like okay defensively. Um. But they've had like the easiest schedule over the last five or Crystal six. Crystal Palace weeks. is part of it, and right. But I'm saying I think Crystal Palace has has a better attack than every team that they have faced in the last five weeks. Do you think that, Benteke is going to be part of that attack? I would start him if I had him in Taga. Thank God Do I don't. You think that he's going to be a part of part of this? Is what I'm. I mean, I I don't, but <laughs> but I don't think they need him to be. I'm just saying, like, isn't just, like ten fantasy points like what we go after? Ten fantasy points per game that they say in Taga that you should be going after. Like Zaha is at eleven point oh six. Lockheed ten point five. I'm with you on Zaha, and I'm wishing one. Yep. I'm with Kabai you on Nine point seven. Yeah, and Townsend yeah. is eight point nine. I think you're grossly underestimating the fantasy I, value. I, I see. A, I, I just see a barren wasteland. I think this game's going to be unwatchable as well. Wow. Because I think it's going to be mostly in the midfield, and they're just going to be incompetent in the midfield, both hmm. teams. Okay. It's it's going to be a, a complete struggle bus. I think there are two other games will be significantly worse, and possibly Burnley Watford could be worse. And if Spurs and Stoke is so one sided, and you people don't like that, Crystal Palace Burnmouth is the best game of Saturday. Well, it, this is not exactly a great slate. No, it's a horrible. Game. <laughs> it's a horrible slate. <laughs> All right, I believe that you and Jordan called it the worst Saturday slate of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is this is not exactly where the stars come out to shine. Yes. I have a funny feeling that we'll see in the DFS side more money being thrown down on Sunday than Saturday, even though there's only three games. Um, I I will only disagree because timing for U.S. players is horrific. I don't. In fact, I don't even think that first game will be included because it's 7 a.m. Eastern. Fair enough. All right, let's go on to uh, Huddersfield and Brighton. My God, this is awful. Yeah. So you uh, think this game is better than Palace Burnmouth? I think they're just because I think that one game is unwatchable doesn't mean that the others aren't. Okay. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's you know I'm pretty sure that we're gonna watch Burnley Watford because it's the highest. It's two. It's the two highest ranked teams playing against each other by average, if you want to put it that way, uh, of the ten o'clock slate. And I also think it's gonna be the nationally televised game. No, but, I'll put Spurs on. Oh, but Burnley Watford's gonna be such a better game. All right, uh, but anyway, why do you think that's gonna be a good game? Uh, uh, Burnley Watford? Yeah, 
<laughs> like mean, what's watchable about Burnley home against Watford? It's two sides that are high in the table and <laughs> that's it. Okay. But right. like Spurs Exactly, Stoke, that's it. Spurs Stoke is going to be like 5 nothing by the end of the first half. Yeah, but people that's love not... goals, Mike. <laughs> Why don't uh... you like goals? <laughs> I'm anti-goal, yeah. apparently. And yet you well, don't like this, Crystal this, Palace. This you know, it's not yeah. like I'm anti-goal. This Saturday slate is anti-goal. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> Huddersfield we, Brightons, I think, is another one that you could have four or five guys that you would play. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm hoping that my class that I take on Saturday mornings is not changed to from 9 to 10 because then I can't really check lineups. But, uh, but. You know, it it might be where it doesn't even matter because it's going to be like one nothing in all the games, hmm. except Spurs. Except Spurs. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that there's going to be a pretty heavy stack on Spurs players in our Rotowire Holiday Cup hmm. on Saturday. Probably, probably. Speaking of which, Mike, do you know what's new in daily fantasy sports? Uh, is there such a thing? There is Sports Yard, the latest daily fantasy soccer entertainment platform offering fun, fast, and fair contests. SportsYard brings an enhanced platform with the fastest real-time participant point total updates, high-quality user-friendly application, fun and engaging graphics, and a level playing field that allows even beginners the same opportunities to win as the experts through transparent contest offerings. Create your dream team roster with no salary cap and track your point standings in real time and feel like you're walking the sideline. Easy to play, easier to win with SportsYard's lightning-fast interface, clear and current ranking system. Go to SportsYard.com to sign up today. For free, Huddersfield awesome. Brighton. How many guys do you have on that game that you play? One. Really? Aaron Come on, Moy. it's more than one. It's at least three. I say Aaron Moy, and everyone yeah. else is window dressing. Come on, Pascal Gross and Knockart. You uh, play that? Have to. Have to is strong. Yeah, I, you get, play uh, I guess you're right. I yeah, guess and you know right. if Tomer Hermed gets a start, you're definitely oh, playing I'm all him. Over. Yeah, you're all over. <laughs> <laughs> right. But... See, I think you play Kachunga, Tom Ince. No. Any of the maybe, fullbacks? Maybe, definitely not Kachunga. Maybe Tom Ince. You can, good luck with fullbacks, all right? You take Bruno, all right? You have fun with that. I'm more on the Huddersfield guys. Malone right, or yeah, the other yeah. guys whose name Malone, I can't Malone or the other guy. Yes, exactly. I'm more up on the Huddersfield guys, including the other guy. Including the other guy. <laughs> yeah. Bill Bardsley. When, yeah. when, I think when you'd you play Schindler in, uh, in like a Taga league. You could get away with that. I always want to call him Oscar Schindler. I know it's not. <laughs> no, it's definitely it's definitely not. Definitely not. Um, but yeah, this I think this game will be the closest one to zero zero than any other game. <laughs> Can they give negative points for things? Right, exactly. Oh, there is a definitely. game that I that should have a negative total that we haven't even talked about yet, and we've talked about Burnley, Watford, Palace, Bournemouth, and Huddersfield, Brighton. It, it, it actually can get worse than Huddersfield and Brighton. But, yes, you're right. Knock Art and Gross, that's fine. Yes. Uh, some people might even th- try to throw in Davy Proper in there. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I, I Good luck to them. But, yeah. Davy Proper. But I, you're right. You're right. I, 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 I was overzealous in my hatred of this game. Yeah. But Aaron Moy is the really the only guy on Huddersfield I'm really going after. Yeah. If Steve Mounier gets a start, maybe. Sure. I think that's reasonable. Doubtful. Uh, I, I'm not. I, I'm not. Even if Steve Mounier does start and does play more than 60 minutes, none of which are guarantees. Uh, I'm. He's going to have to score to make it worthwhile. And Chris Hutton is organized. I don't know what this. I, I don't know what I say it every week about Brighton. But were you the one who called him the next Didier Drogba? Steve Mounier. I said he had Didier Drogba like skills. Right. I did not call yeah. him the next. Right. Didier he's just Drogba. like Didier Drogba or something like that. Yeah. <sighs> okay. God. 
Is that MLS he DDA Drogba? Yes, uh, yeah. fine. He's fair. pretty good. Right now, he, right now, he's the MLS DDA Drogba. Okay. Who's now the USL DDA Drogba? Uh, I just saw some Wesley Snyder, I think, is linked now with the MLS, too. Hmm. It's a, it's a nice big, it's a, it's a nice way to retire. Yeah. That's how teams All right. lose. Let's get to the final bad game of the 10 o'clock slate. Nope, that's not even the final bad game. It's just less, well, it's more bad than the last one that we're going to talk about. Anyway, it's Swansea at home against West Brom. Uh, I actually like Swansea defensively in this one, and I think Tammy Abraham is also a good play, too. No fear uh, of Hal Robson Canu, huh? No. Okay. Or Sam Field, for that matter. All right. Eight shots in the last two games for Robson Canu. That's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think. Naughton, Olsen, Evans, Gibbs, Neom, Higazi, Mawson, Mawson like Vanderhorn. Yes. Yeah. I think you'll tend to go in that direction. Yeah, I think you're going to I think you're going to go Tammy Abraham and then defensively. It, uh, unless Matt Phillips gets a start. I think Matt Phillips could get the start and what's your thought if Chris Brunt gets a start? Uh, Chris Brunt Chris Brunt's days are mostly in like crosses specifically, not necessarily chances created but crosses. Okay. So you're limiting yourself to like DraftKings. Yep. For that point seven five. Right. I agree with you. I was just bringing him up. Yeah, Key, he's looked pretty good recently. He has. I, I think I did say that he was. Anyway, it, it, I don't need to. I don't need to be right on. Key, much. I missed it. Well, it was like three weeks ago. I was like, Key is. Wow. Anyway, this good call. He's been good. He's been okay. Been okay. Jordan Ayew's been okay. Yep. Like, like, like Swansea's been okay recently, but better defensively than offensively. Uh, yeah. I mean, we we went so long without mentioning that Renato Sanchez is still on Swansea. We well, go yeah, he got pulled in the last game after passing to that Carabao Cup logo and hasn't been seen since. So I'd like to – I'm not going to put my trust in Renato Sanchez right now. What do we make of Swansea giving up the most shots on goal but, like, the eighth most shots? Do they just give up good shots, or is it just kind of noise? Noise. Yeah. I, I, Burnley give up a ton of shots too, right? It's. Yeah, but Burnley give up a ton of shots knowing that they're bad. Like they set you up to take bad shots. Like that's the plan. Yeah. I can't imagine Swansea are like, we're going to limit shots, but all of the shots we give up, we're going to make sure they're on goal. <laughs> you know, like that seems like literally the counter to what you want to do. I totally agree. But West Brom, or even if they get good shots, they may not score them because they may have guys like Sol- uh, Solomon Rondon in the middle. That guy who scored against Spurs? That yes, guy? that guy. <laughs> that same guy. All right, just checking. <laughs> that same guy who scored, and I believe it's because uh, defensively uh, they made about three mistakes before they he actually had to score. Uh, one could argue he caused those mistakes. You know who's been tremendously disappointing this year is Jay Rodriguez. Remember when everyone was like, oh, he's a forward. Go get him. I mean, I have him still in a league. Yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> in exactly one toggle league I still mm-hmm. have. But that's only because forward is that bad of a position. But you've never started him, I imagine. Well, uh, I did in the beginning of the year. Hmm. But I want to see more stats now, like now, that. Now. I wish people would. I wish Taga would do that. That you could, instead of ownership percentage, like each week you'd see how many people are actually starting. Like ownership percentage can get thrown off just because like, oh, well, this guy is owned a lot, but like nobody plays him. Yeah. Like I want to see how many people picked up Marvin Ziegler and played him, you know, like stuff yeah. like that. 
Well, who's picking? Uh, are are you getting ready to pick up Yannick Bellassi? <laughs> no way. I will let some plenty of other people have that. Speaking of dead roster spots, jeez. <laughs> he actually might be dead by the time he plays. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's, uh, he's, he's like really close though. He's I know. Played with some U U twenty three games and. We'll get we'll get to them. We'll get yeah. to them. It, 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 we'll get to the Sunday slate, which is much more exciting. All right, but we got two more games to get through on Saturday. We mentioned Spurs previously. This is going to be the spanking of Saturday. Well, outside of London, actually, it's in London, but it's Spurs taking yeah. on a Stoke side at yeah. home. The biggest stadium there, in fact. In fact, yeah, but a stadium that Spurs have struggled in, hmm. really, to be fair. Uh, but uh, I don't think a Stoke side, even with a struggling Spurs uh, at home, are going to be able to actually take Spurs down. Kevin Vimmer revenge game. <laughs> uh, I think the Spurs at home thing has been put to bed. I think they're fine now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're, I mean, they've won three of the seven games at home that they've played. It's not like it's put to bed, put to bed, and they've only they've only won three, but they've, you know, gotten positive results in six. So three wins and three draws at home. Yeah, I mean, they beat Real Madrid, which isn't listed there. They beat That's correct. Liverpool. That, that, I, I mean, we are talking Premier League here, but yeah. yes. But I'm just saying they, they've they've beaten Liverpool and Real Madrid at home. So they drew West Brom. That, I think that's more that they're just not playing well right now. I don't think that's like a Wembley thing. And the only loss was to uh, Chelsea. Right. Right. So they just look tired. Uh, well, they, they struggle, of, particularly they struggle offensively at home. The field's too big. That and that's kind of what we said their, all year. Their, that really shouldn't be the case with their team. Um, whether it should or not, it seems to be the only plausible reason. But again, it's not like that's going to slow them down this week. Well, we said that, of course, home against West Brom, and it did. But like Erickson, a lot of them got rested for the Champions League match. So I'm, I assume, you know, obviously that helps because a lot of these other sides top tier sides at least didn't rest and so yeah. um Erickson didn't play Kane didn't play um, well they get the, they get the advantage of playing Wednesday versus Tuesday that too yep uh Lamella uh isn't on the Champions League roster so he didn't play and I could see him getting his first start uh I think Sun scored so I'm not sure if he they'll throw him right back in but uh it's also at least lining up for a trippier Davis combo because REA and Rose started in the Champions League so that's yep. always fun yep and we are yeah well you don't need to pull my arm to put Kieran Trippier in a ranking right. sheet uh but yeah it's yeah it's all Spurs all day and I was surprised sorry to cut you off there I was surprised at how low you ranked Trippier yeah uh, uh in fact you had yeah. Davis before him I, well that's that's the reason when I choose one of them to go first I, the other one goes down at least like three or four ranks hmm. I okay. very rarely put them just back to back okay. because that's that's yeah it i mean I, I could i mean that's the i mean that's the way most sites do it when you look at their rankings when you look at their pricing for everybody like everyone's just kind of blocked in so like you know trippier might be you know maybe slightly behind davis in points but uh, in in price but usually they're about the same same thing with you know uh like zappa costa and moses and and marcus alonso is a little higher but I guess I was just surprised that you had a you had an opportunity to put Trippier ahead of Davis and you didn't. Uh, I have actually watched Tottenham play a little bit this year and Ben Davis is good. He's very good. Say. He's very good. But I think Trippier uh, it, is better now. 
what can I say? I buck the trends, all right? When you <laughs> think I'm going to go one way, I'm going to go the other. Right. <laughs> but also when I – okay. When you look at Stoke, I believe that Mama Juve plays on the right-hand side. This is the this is the thought that I had in rankings, to be honest. I believe that Mama Juve is on the right-hand side in the wing-back scenario. Yeah, and that, yes. Yeah, and if that's the case, that lends – that lends much better to the left-sided defender to be able to go forward, which is Davis. Okay. And Eric Peters is just—he's a better, you know, he's—he's a—he's he's a, a better defender. defender. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's—I mean, that that played a part of the of obviously a small part, but a part indeed, but a part in general. Okay. Okay. The uh, the the late game of of Saturday. Just get your chores done. It's Newcastle at home against Leicester. Um, I'm. I'm trying to get excited for this game. I, you know, like, like uh, Rafa's Newcastle has looked mediocre, mm-hmm. um, and Leicester have been better uh, since, uh, since Puel has taken over. But why, why aren't Newcastle better? Like we said this in the, when they got relegated too. Like, it seems like they have good players, and Rafa should be good enough. They're much better at home than they are on the road. I don't get it. I, I just it just seems like they should be better than they are. Uh, I, Maybe I mean, it's they're, they're just better they're, fantasy players, and I, that's kind of where my focus tends to go. Yeah, I mean, but, I, I I say this a lot, right? It's about how quickly, when you're the lower sides, how quickly can you transition from defense to offense? Do you have the players that can do that? They have one in John Joe Shelby, but he's also a nutcase. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, and he was their captain at the beginning of the season. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, 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 let's. I mean, and Joselu has been good in spurts. He hasn't been consistent the way that you'd like to see a forward be consistent in the Premier League. Dwight Gale scored against Chelsea, which just like sure, I, it was I a great goal. To, I great to effort. Kill yeah, yeah, it was a great effort. After Chelsea literally passed it to him. Uh, so it, he created the. Yeah, he created. created he was in the right. He was. Error. He he he. Jermaine Defoe it. That's what he did. Um, and. Anyway, when you when your strike force is an inconsistent Joselu, a Dwight Gale, and an Iozzi Perez, you're not going to score a ton of goals in the Premier League. And when your transition game is John Joe Shelby, you know, say what you will. Um, and defensively, they've been not great, especially on the road. Yeah, yeah. I guess I just I don't know. Maybe I. Although that's it's why, weird because I haven't even followed soccer that long, so it's not like I am like looking back to the days of Newcastle were like this great side. I just, it just seems like they're a big enough club, which they are, with players that should be better than they're doing. And theoretically, that means it's Rafa's fault in my head. Like if you have the players but you're not getting them to perform, then you blame the manager. But like, he's an okay manager. He should be better than than where they are. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I, don't get I, mean, it. I don't think his talent pool is that deep either. Really? No, I don't. Okay. I mean, he's got some good players, but I mean, let's be honest. He has I mean, more than G- enough good players to do what? To be <laughs> mid table, but he, instead he, they're fighting relegation again. I'm just saying, like, I mean, shouldn't, I mean, shouldn't wait, they wait, be wait, good I mean, as good as Leicester? They're one, they're one good weekend away from being mid-table. That's the way I'll put it. They're also one bad weekend away from being... Right, in a relegation the, battle. 
Yeah. We, that's, I mean, it's a, I'm just saying I think they should be better than that. We're halfway through the season, right? They got 15 points from from 15 games. Yeah. That's a that's setting you up for potential relegation. I don't know. I just I I look at them like they should be in the regular Southampton Everton. Uh, no, I view I view them more range. like the Bournemouth Southampton of the world, and that's where they are. Okay. <laughs> to be yeah. Fair. Right. I mean, they're two points behind Southampton, and they're yeah. even with with Bournemouth on right. points. I think they should be. I just look at them as a club that should be better. But I, I'm clearly I, I, wrong. I, I, they have the infrastructure to be better, that's for sure. And right. the rumors of the new ownership is, you know, that that will help. Yeah. I mean, they hate Mike Ashley. Yeah, they, they do. They really don't like him. It would be as if, like, if Green Bay was just terrible in football all the time. Right. Or if they had to go to, like, the USFL back in the day. <laughs> like, Yeah, it's, it's a weird situation. Um, Who do you like in this game? Uh, it's Newcastle at home, which... I mean, I go right to I'll Matt ta- I'll take New. I'll, you know, I'll take Newcastle at home, but I really okay. think it's. Uh, I'll swing towards Newcastle at home, even though I really want to say the draw. Scored draw. Yeah, score draw. Okay. I don't know who on Newcastle, but you who know, on it, Leicester? It could, it, that's really my question. Well, Leicester, Leicester, you have like a more defined set of players that you can play, mm-hmm. and I think that in a toggle format, you're going to like more Leicester options than you're going to like Newcastle ones. I think that's right. I mean, especially because Demarai Gray is playing more. Uh, yeah, yeah, you have Gray. You, you you can argue with four. You can argue Vardy, Mares, Albrighton, and Gray. I think you could make the case for Ndidi, who is so much younger than I thought he was. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like twenty one, isn't he? He'll be twenty one um, in eight days. Happy birthday, Wilfred. No, we we'll talk, have plenty we don't of podcasts. Talk to you then, we'll have plenty of we'll have plenty of podcasts in the next eight days. <laughs> Um, he's, yeah, I just, I had no idea he was that young. Um, but he's, he's supposed to be the next in Golo Conte. Um, I guess, I guess. I wonder. Yeah, whatever. I'm not going to go down that path. Uh, he's good. I, I would definitely, I have him in talk. I would play him. Would you, what about Harry Maguire? Uh, I'm not excited about the matchup for Harry Maguire, but I mean, I'm going to, I'm gonna play him. Yeah, like, absolutely. Not like excited about it. Which keeper would you take if you have both? I know you would never Pass. have both, but Pass. <laughs> I, I, I'm just I, saying, I, if you have, I mean, Carl Darlow's back. You love Carl Darlow. Do love me some Carl Darlow, and he looks fine against Chelsea. For yeah, like you should a... pick him up. Six saves. Yeah, you're gonna do it, aren't you? You can go no. drop a. No, because Crazy for some reason this year I got good goalkeepers. <laughs> I have like I'm not gonna drop Hugo Lloris for <laughs> for Carl Darlow. Okay. Or I'm not going to drop Peter Check for Carl Darlow. Mm-hmm. Like, won't happen. I could drop if he's available. I could drop Asmir Begovic for him, but like, why? Right. Right. <laughs> What's the point there? Um, anyway, it's it's just not and an then, exciting. Yeah, I agree. And Newcastle is Richie Shelby. Would you play Yedlin? Do I only ask because he's American? You only ask because he's American. Okay, that's fine. And especially because Javier Monquillo has been playing. Yeah, they play on the other side though. Like. They play opposite sides. Um, I like Marino or well, Hayden. Rich, Richie played as the wing back against Chelsea. And he looked terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was bad. That was that was a bad yeah. idea. That was a bad idea. 
Victor Moses just absolutely schooled him for the for the second or the third goal that Chelsea scored. I forgot which one. The one where Moses just pinged across in that was like going a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, it maybe it is Rafa's fault. <laughs> I'm not that's a that's a that's a that's a great that's a great subtitle for the podcast today. Yeah, maybe it is Rafa's fault. Yeah. Anyway, uh, before we get to uh, our Sunday slate here, we do have a message from our friends over at Play. Do you want to win prizes by following your favorite sports? Do you think you can pick a better team than the so-called pros? Then Play Up is the place for you. Play Up offers free daily fantasy sports across the Premier League, NFL, NBA, and more. All you have to do is choose a challenge, select your players while remaining under the salary cap, and then watch their real-life actions rack up points on the live leaderboard. The better your team does, the more prize money you win. So keep entering challenges across the season to make your way up the ultimate champion leaderboard where sports fans from across the globe compete to determine who has the greatest sporting knowledge. There are always games on, and once you build up your digital wallet, you can enter platinum challenges, which are higher risk but offer much higher rewards. So what are you waiting for? Get to playup.com for the most realistic daily fantasy experience across all your favorite sports. Let's go to our Super Sunday. Let's get excited. Should be a good one. It, it very well should be. Uh, we won't. Get, we're not going to start with the good one. This is 7 a.m. and this is Southampton uh, at the St. Mary's taking on an Arsenal side, uh, who are the kings of moral victories. But uh, I, I, I'm still confident in Arsenal that they are just going to put a a, a a royal spanking on Southampton on Sunday. I agree. I agree. Did it's, you happen to see? Uh, and I can't believe I'm even bringing this up. But did you happen to see? Uh, what they did yesterday in the Europa League. No. Um, the result doesn't even matter, but it was a vintage arsenal in that they got goals from Jack Wilshire, Theo Walcott, Olivier Giroud, and Matthew DiBucci. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they actually also, vintage. they also got one from uh, Mohamed El Nenny, but I don't think, uh, I didn't think that needed to be included, but yeah. I didn't even know Matthew DeBougie was still on Arsenal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a U23 star, Mike. He just happens <laughs> to be 30 years old. But, um, yeah, so that list shows you that none of the regular guys played, and so they'll all be back to play. Did Bakari Sanya play in that game as well? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Is he playing anywhere now? I don't, I don't know. know if anybody signed him. <laughs> He's probably um, in anyway, France somewhere. I think the Sunday team will be the regular, um, you know, Ozil, Sanchez, Lacazette attack with uh, Xhaka and Ramsey in the middle, Kalasinac and Bellerin out wide, and uh, Mustafi is out, so it either is an opportunity for Callum Chambers or Rob Holding, but it'll probably be Per Murtersacker just because it's Arsenal. <laughs> and God knows what Southampton's going to throw out there. That is a very good point. Uh, it, like Southampton can throw out their most offensive lineup, and I still wouldn't be excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. Ars- uh, well, the only thing that I mentioned here, did we, did we talk about Mustafi? Yes. That's why I was Murtisacker and holding it. Yeah. 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 That's. I mean, the difficulty with Southampton, I mean, you know the defenders who were going to play. Cedric was a little, didn't play last week, so... I guess he's kind of the question mark, but pied like, you know, Van Dyke's going to play, you know, Bertrand's going to play. But then after that, it's like, you really don't know. I mean, I I guess, Oh, uh, Romeo and Lamina. It's probably going to play. Probably. Yes. Um, But I mean, they play next week also. So the, the rotation could come now. Uh, 
There's no guarantee that Redmond starts or Buffal or Tadic or Ward Prowse or Stephen Davis. And then up Chaz. front you have Chaz or Gabby Adini. So it's, you know, it's, it's a weird, not that anybody in like FPL where the lineups lock so early is relying on Southampton guys home against Arsenal, but you just never know with them. Southampton are the they're the fantasy Judases. They it's just it's they're totally two faced. They could be uh, they could be good Southampton. They could be evil Southampton. Every <laughs> single one of them. Yeah, I I totally agree, and I would probably just figure out a new way to say that. <laughs> what you don't like fantasy Judas? I just I wouldn't say it myself. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Fine, fantasy I'm just not quick enough for... to come up with something like that. <laughs> like that? like from Batman, fantasy yeah. two faced. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fantasy two faced. <laughs> But yeah, it's there's the just like thing. it's a it's a weird like we uh, the team trends page that we have on Rotowire um, will show minutes. You know, one of the categories is minutes. So you can see every player on the team like how many minutes they played in week one, week two, and you just go and there's just like no consistency other than Van Dyke and Bertrand. Um, I guess Wesley Ho it's now the third to like get in there, but it's just weird to to see so many at least in the midfield just. It's just so inconsistent. I yeah, guess Cedric I, I, was a pretty re- regular one, too, until he got yeah. hurt. Yep, that's correct. Okay, let's get to the really good games here. Mm-hmm. We got the Merseyside Derby first. And that's Liverpool at Anfield taking on an Everton side. It's Big Sam in a big game. You know what that means. Nothing How many goals do you think Liverpool defense. scores? I'm sorry? How many do you think Liverpool score? Two. Wow. Okay. Does Everton score? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You have to remember, Liverpool just played yesterday. Yeah, they scored seven goals. Or it was a touchdown. Two days ago. Two days yesterday, ago. two days ago. Sorry. Two. Wednesday. Put a, put a seven spot up. Yeah. Like, they're fine offensively. But Big Sam knows that. I mean, we all know it. What is that? <laughs> what does that have to do with it? Everybody's always known but it. Big Sam specifically. You know he's you know who knew it? Spartak like Moscow. They knew defense. it, too. Um. All right. So you think they play like a ten zero zero? Yeah. I mean, I think you'll see all the central defensive central defensive midfielders play. Okay. All. And Rooney. And not a central maybe, defensive. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you have to play Rooney. He. You have to. Yeah. He's going to be the big draw. Yep. I believe I saw a tweet today that said your boy Dominic Calvert Lewin. Leads the league in aerial duels won. That can't be true. <laughs> that can't be true. He doesn't play enough. Um, in fairness, the guys who win them usually haven't really been playing. I'm just going to go to rotowire.com slash soccer and check this out here. Aerial duels won. Dominic Calvert-Lewin, 78. Christian Benteke, 77. Is this among forwards or is this even with defenders? All too? players. Unbelievable. I think he plays more than you think. Like he's at a a thousand minutes and Ben Teke's at seven hundred and sixty two. So he's missed six weeks minimum? Which means the per <laughs> ninety numbers are probably ridiculous for Ben Teke. Mm. Oh not bad. Ben Teke's averaging oh. nine point oh nine per ninety and Calvin Lewin's at six point seven six. One thing to note, Alberto Moreno ruled out indefinitely. Yes. 
that which sounds a lot boy. more dramatic than it is. Indefinitely just means they don't know. <laughs> it just my sounds like Andrew a long Robertson time. Is in. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I hate to burst your bubble, but it's definitely going to be James Milner. Mm-mm. Milner moved over to left back on Wednesday and picked up three assists. There's no way Robertson... If Robertson starts this week, then he's not starting next week or vice versa. But like, if you think like, oh, it's Robertson's job now, it's definitely Milner's. It really should be. It really should be. He played last weekend, didn't do great, but it, it really should be his job. Like, he didn't do that well, and Milner had a great game. Against who? Siska Moscow? It was Spartak Moscow, I believe. God, sorry. <laughs> they also had Robertson play as a wingback last week. That was a weird one last week. They had Emery Chan, Dejan Lovren, and uh, Jorginho Wijnaldum as their three center backs, which just says everything about Liverpool. <laughs> um, but I think Milner is a better left back for this team than Robertson. Mm. For this team. And I, I I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if Sturridge started because he hasn't really started in a while. And those front I guys, them, I picked him up in the Tiger Premier League. Yeah, I think Hendo probably gets a start because got to start your captain in a derby, right? You should. And then after that, who knows? Is there anyone on Everton no. that you would have that you would think about playing in this one? No, I don't have any. Sigurdsson's I don't have any Sigurdsson. I don't have any Calvert Lewin, and I don't have any Rooney. Um, I would play Sigurdsson, and that's it. You want to play Rooney? No. Rooney in a big game? You're de- yeah, you're depending on the fact that you think he's going to score. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it. Because he's. I, I think Sigurdsson is, take, is taking set pieces, so Rooney won't take them. Yep. And, you know, and maybe he'll get a, I mean, penalties, like penalties and goals. Mm-hmm. And, okay. <laughs> good, good luck with that. <laughs> he had an assist last week. That's fine. You want to assist Chase with Rain Rooney? Good. Be my guest. I will take that matchup against you every week. Was that Rain Rooney? Yeah, that was me in the middle of chewing. Wayne <laughs> Rooney. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I can't remember the last time this game has been so lopsided. And it'll be a derby, so it'll be close, blah, blah, blah. But I think people would be more surprised at Everton winning than Liverpool winning 5 nothing. Fair. Let's talk about Fair. the real Derby. <laughs> the, the Manchester the Derby. better Derby. I shouldn't say real. Liverpool Derby is very real. It's, it's just extraordinarily not real. Yeah, it's just not as oh. fun. No, not as fun. For two people who don't care about either <laughs> Derby. Anyway, the Manchester Derby. It'll be the Paul pogba list Derby because thank you, Hector Bellerin. My God. First of all. You're blaming somebody get... other than Pogba? Is that what I'm hearing? Pogba makes such a big difference. No, no, you're blaming him for the red card? You're blaming Bellerin for Pogba's red card? Okay. I'm going to say that I understand how Pogba went into that challenge because he didn't expect that Hector Bellerin was going to just lie down on the floor. Okay. It was an unorthodox way to approach that ball from Hector Bellerin. Mm -hmm. Fair or not fair? Fair. Did, Did Paul Pogba have a ton of time to adjust his angle for the tackle? They never have a ton of time to do anything, Mike. That's my point. And You're professional yeah, athletes. I think, They're trained I think, in not having a ton of time. I think he deserved the red card not for the initial, but for the follow-through, and then if he appeared to stamp down too. But 
<laughs> there are like four things you just listed that should be a red card. <laughs> anyway, yes, Pogba will not be there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that I'm, I'm just angry because Paul Pogba makes a big difference in this game because yes. this was going to be a great game and now it's just City three nothing. Wow. Okay. I think. I mean, they have nobody in the midfield now that could break the press for City. Yeah. Nobody. I think Paul Pogba right. would, could easily take on two, like David Silva and Kevin De Bruyne, in a pressing situation, and then loft the ball forward, mm-hmm. like break the press, and then the, that's where City can be beat. If you break that first wave of, of press, like you're in. Like it's not, it's not that you're like off to the right. Like you are in on goal. Period. I mean, Man City have lost a hundred percent of their last one games. Their first loss of the season, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> At home, they're in crisis. I know that B team really is in crisis. Hmm. I mean, I think they started the youngest ever player to, uh, in their history. They did. I think it was the youngest. Was he not the youngest? Probably not the youngest Champions League. But yeah, Phil. I still don't know if it's Foden or Foden. Um, do you know when he was born? Two thousand. Two thousand. I, I told you, I, I, that's the moment when we're going to start to feel old, is when the athletes start being b- born with the year 00. zero. Mm-hmm. 2000. This zero athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, he will not play this game. Uh, no. So, <laughs> David Silva is fit after uh, missing the Champions League game with some sort of injury that probably wasn't actually an injury. But it was called it was called cold weatheritis. Right, right. Uh, the game was also in um, Manchester, Ukraine. No, you, okay. weren't they at home? Were they at home? You said said they were at home like a minute right. ago. No, uh, they were not. Uh, they were not at home. No, no, no. I take that back. It was at Shakhtar. Um. So anyway, uh, but I assume everyone goes back in. So Aguero, Sane, Sterling, De Bruyne, Silva, Fernandinho. It's going to be an assault. It's going to be a Manchester City assault. I don't think this one's close at all. It's going to be... I mean, Mourinho a, doesn't get blasted in big, games like this. Come on. His team, he usually just tries to pack He usually tries to pack it in, and then Man City's like, oh, that's fine, we'll play around you. <laughs> totally fine. Hmm. All right. And, I mean, is Phil Jones going to play? Unlikely. Is uh, is Baye going to play? Not sure. Are you going to have Chris Smalling and like and Marcus Rojo be your rocks in the center of the defense against this team? Good luck. Mm, they got Lindelof. I wouldn't. He's I mean, been terrible. He's not been that bad. <laughs> he hasn't been, been great. Bad. Yeah, I assume they could go three in the back again, to, or five in the back. However, you want to look at it. Um, Herrera probably starts for Pogba. Because isn't Fellaini still Fellaini. out? Yeah, Fellaini's not. not yeah, I mean, <laughs> he can't even get that right. He can't even get a big body in to replace Paul Pogba. Like it's it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a problem. Like this is gonna be a real problem for United this weekend. Sure. Uh, I think Romelu Lukaku may have like ten touches. I think that's fair to say. Like, like, like he could debate philosophical like like like. Uh, existentialism with with Nicholas Otamendi at the center of the park because they're just going to be standing there talking like there's not going to be much else going on between the two of them there I agree I think I mean (laughs) I I don't think ultimately I don't think that City blasts Manchester United at Old Trafford I think it'll be like a one-sided game but score-wise I don't think it will Uh, I think this is the I think this is the day where we're going to say oh Manchester City have won the title okay 
Like, this is like the, no one's coming back. Like, Manchester United are the closest team right now, and they won't look close. Wow. Okay. How many right. City guys do you start before you get to Lukaku? Four, five, four. Silva, Sane, De Bruyne, Aguero. If Jesus, if Gabriel Jesus starts five, uh, those okay. five for sure. Okay. Uh, uh, Raheem Sterling six. Um, yeah, the front six. <laughs> there you go. The okay. front six that they have. Is that fair? Yeah. Is that unfair? Do you start uh, Fernandinho before any non-Lukaku United option? It's a good question. No, probably not. Okay. I'd still probably hope for Martial to play. Okay. You'd play Rashford ahead of him, wouldn't you? If Rashford, Rashford or Martial, whichever right. one. If they, well, they both, both play, could start. Be, <laughs> you think they're both going to start? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> This is gonna be. This is definitely gonna be like a five-four-one kind of a game for him. Yeah, like it's it's just it's it's Lukaku isolated alone, and like Martial will be like in name only as a winger. Okay, but I think I mean I, Rashford has a chance, I guess. I, I I actually I only because they have like so few healthy bodies now apparently that they would play. But I I don't think Mourinho's first choice would be to start both of them. That's the way I'll put it. Okay, that's fair. It might be out of necessity, but I don't think it's his first choice to do that in this mm-hmm. game. Okay. What do you think the score is going to be? Um, two-one city. Oh man, you think it's going to be close? I don't know. No I way. Do. I do. At United, I think it'll be close. I have more faith in Mourinho being able to at least frustrate City enough that they only score twice. <laughs> oh. You know what? We play each other in the uh, Premier in the Taga Premier League. Taga? My team has been absolutely horrific lately. Well, <laughs> Not being able to see my team on the website on Saturday morning has hurt me a few times. So. It hurt me too. It hurt me too last week. I just don't. I'm not. I'm just old, so I don't use the the app as much as I should. Yeah. You have Danilo starting. That's a bold move. Uh, I mean, it's, it's Friday morning. Last... It's Friday yeah. morning. I mean, you're not going to put in Moreno. You're not going to put in Holy Boss. Why do you still have Holy Boss? Um, it's a good question. As such a big Ziegler proponent, oh, I got Chris Schindler on the top, on the list there. There we go. Yeah, I'll play Chris Schindler. Anyway, yeah, I, I, it's not like mine's going to be a ton better. I got Feminia, Kyle Walker, and Kuko Martinez as my defenders. Anyway, uh, it, it, Sunday. I mean, if you had the choice, would you play Sunday? with fewer games against a slate of people, or would you prefer to play like uh, the full slate of Saturday? I would personally prefer to play Saturday, but that's only because it's my thought that I know how to extract more fantasy value out of those players than having to figure out which of the 10 players on Saturday's two or three game slate are going to score goals. Yeah. Yep. Oh, totally fair. And on that note, we will end this episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My thanks to Andrew as always. You can find him on Twitter at Rotowire Andrew, and you can find me on Twitter at Sports by Gotti, G O T T I, at the end there. Thank you all for joining us, and we will catch you on the next episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast early next week when we preview game week number 17. Oh my God, we're, <laughs> we're really getting close like halfway through the season. Andrew. Yeah, we are getting anyway, close. Yeah, we'll talk to you then, and good luck, everyone, this weekend. 
Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.